0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In the Garden of Eden, Satan successfully deceived Adam and Eve into thinking they could be like God. In today's prophecy update, Pastor J.D. will explore the way that the modern technology of artificial intelligence also known as A.I., perpetuates this lie in the hearts of men. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 7th, 2023. What I'm hoping
1: to accomplish with today's update is demonstrate how it is that what we now know as AI is actually the old lie. And it's my prayer, and the Lord knows my heart when I say something like this, it's my prayer that what I'm about to share will open eyes to the lies for both those who know Jesus as well as those who do not know Jesus. And here's why. What ensues with open eyes to see and ears to hear is the truth that's clear, which is this. The end isn't just near, the end is here. And if you'll hear me out, I would like to talk with you about this and why this is true. I suppose a definition of what AI actually is would be helpful, and At the risk of an oversimplification, I'm going to reference this explanation from an April 24th post on the website of McKinsey and Company titled simply, What is AI? AI, artificial intelligence, is a machine's ability to perform the cognitive functions we usually associate with human minds. I chose this particular one for two reasons, the first of which is its simplicity of AI's complexity, and secondly, perhaps more importantly, the statement that AI is a, quote, machine's ability to perform cognitive functions we associate with the human mind's. Listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote to the church of Corinth in his second letter, chapter 11, verse 3. But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Did you catch that? This is why AI is the lie that is associated with human minds, so as to corrupt human minds from the simplicity that is in Christ. How so? By the lie of AI that, listen, humans will not surely die. That's the lie of AI, rather that you can live forever. Oh, you don't need the Savior Jesus the Christ. Hath God said, Well, that's where I want to begin, where it would all begin with the serpent in the garden, when Eve would buy the lie that they, like God, would surely not die. Genesis chapter 3. Can I draw your attention to the first five verses? I'll begin reading in verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made, And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Now watch this, verse 2. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Wait, God didn't actually say that that way? So already we've been all twisted up. Then, verse 4, the serpent said to the woman, and I want you to listen very carefully to these five words, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, the question becomes one of how do we get from the beginning in Genesis to the end in Revelation, specific to the AI lie? And to answer this, we're going to need to go on a quick trek through scripture to identify the AI lie because it's going to be germane to our understanding of what is happening in the world today, lest we, like Eve, be deceived. Keep in mind, the devil is the father of lies, right? Think about, we we almost dismiss it Regrettably, but think about what that means to be the father of lies. I'm the father of three living children. I fathered them. Uh, Satan fathers lies. He's the father of lies. In other words, he's the one who is the seed, if you prefer, of said lies. He fathers them. He's the father of lies. And as the father of lies, he lies. Why? To further his kingdom of darkness and garner the worship of man, which he's always desired from the very beginning. And I'm not talking about the garden, I'm talking pre-garden. The whole point of him wanting to ascend his throne above the most high was so that he would be worshipped. That's the whole point of this, is to further his kingdom so that he can now have the worship. He wants to be worshipped. Let's start with Daniel chapter 2. We're going to move as quickly as we can without going too fast. I'll begin reading in verse 40 because it speaks to the final kingdom in human history. It's a vision now that that is being explained to Daniel. He's received this vision of the ruling empires and kingdoms throughout human history until the time of the end. And so now he gets some blanks filled in, some dots connected as to specifically what this fourth kingdom will be like none of the other kingdoms. And interesting, and I'll just say this parenthetically, it's the fourth kingdom, a.k.a. the fourth industrial revolution. Now, if you're looking at me thinking, well, now that's kind of a stretch, that's fine. But I don't think it is. So there's going to be this fourth kingdom, and verse 40, the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others. Whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And verse 42, as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay. Stop right there. It's a mixture. Iron, machine. Clay, man. Fourth Industrial Revolution, the merging of man with machine. Iron with clay. So the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw, iron mixed with ceramic clay, and I want you to again pay particular attention to this one particular word they will mingle with the seed of men. That's transhumanism. That's the fourth industrial revolution. That's the merging of man clay with machine iron, the stated purpose, sole goal of the fourth industrial revolution as we're about to see. So they will mingle with the seed of man, but they will not adhere to one another just as iron does not mix with clay. Fast forward, Daniel chapter 12. At the end of the book, Daniel is told, Verse 4, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Now stay with me on this. This is not just a prophecy about the increase and advancing of technology, though it is that, but so too is it the increase of knowledge about Bible prophecy at the time of the end? In other words, as it draws nearer, it becomes clearer, and it's evidenced by what God has Daniel do. You seal this up, you shut this up until the time of the end, and then it's opened up. And knowledge of this that you're sealing up will increase, just as the technology not in place today, but at the time of the end will be in place one day, and that's when this whole thing gets opened up, and it has. Matthew 24, Jesus speaking, verses 21 and 22, For then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And verse 22, unless those days were shortened, no flesh, no human flesh and blood would be saved, but for the elect's sake those days will be shortened. You know what Jesus is saying here? That at the end of time, There will be great tribulation, the likes of which mankind has never seen before, nor will ever see again. And it will be so horrific that unless God intervened and interrupted and shortened the time, no human flesh, human being would survive the onslaught of that which is coming upon mankind. This is, of course, a well-known prophecy. We talk about it often. I want to begin reading in verse 9 and through to verse 12, 2 Thessalonians 2. The apostle Paul is writing to the church in Thessalonica. It's a very powerful prophecy describing the coming of the Antichrist. He says, verse 9, the coming of the lawless one is according to the work of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. What's that? Power, signs, and lying wonders. Okay, but what is that? Well, may I humbly suggest that the implication is that this is something supernatural, even paranormal, out of the ordinary, and even demonic, because it's the working of Satan. And it would stand to reason that this powerful sign and these lying wonders would be part and parcel to artificial intelligence, because that's what artificial intelligence is and does. And verse 10, he continues, with all unrighteous deception, it's so deceiving, you don't know if that's a real person or not. Did you know, let me just interrupt the prophecy update already in progress and just kind of ruin your social media for you. Uh, No extra charge today. You know that some of those profiles you see, they're not even real. Well, the profile picture, of course, there's always going to be people putting, you know, something else other than, or someone else other than themselves in the profile picture. Or if you're like me, you just put a younger picture of you that, you know, when you had more hair and less weight, but anyway. uh, But what if I told you that the whole thing is AI generated, and it's so deceptive you cannot tell. In fact, some of these AI generated profiles on social media look more real than the ones that are real. Are you okay with that? Then why are you looking at me like that? Well that's unrighteous deception. And it's among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, verse 11, God will send them strong delusion. These are strong words, deception, delusion that they should believe, and this is interesting, the lie, not a lie. The lie. Wait. Now notice the contract verse, uh, contrast, verse 12, that they all may be condemned who did not believe, and here it is again, the truth, not a truth. Well, let's try to uh, sort through this. Who's the truth? Come on. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But they have rejected Jesus as the truth, and they have opened themselves up to Satan, the lie. Are you okay so far again? I'm just checking in with you. Revelation chapter 13, verse 15, standalone verse, and this verse does not get The attention it deserves. And I think I know why. It's because of its proximity to verses 16 through 18. I know that's profound that verse 15 comes before (laughs) verse 16. But what's 16 through 18? It's the prophecy about the mark of the beast. And I think we read past verse 15, and in so doing, we do so to our own peril, because there's something here we need to pay attention to and take notice of. Listen, he was granted, here's that word again, power to give breath to the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. There's three things I want to draw your attention to here before we move any further. The power to give breath, that's AI power. The image of the beast being powered up to speak, that's AI persuasion and deception. As many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed, that's the AI purpose slash Satan's sole purpose. You don't want to worship me? It's going to cost you your life. That's AI. Because, and we're going to see it in a moment, it would take something like AI to give an image the power to speak. And also not just the power to speak, but give that image the power to kill. Now hang on to that for just a moment. Revelation 9 verse 6 might in some way explain, and this has been the subject of much in the way of speculation, but it's during a time when for five months no one can die. They want to die though, but they can't die. And maybe AI is why they can't die. Boy, I'm on a poetic roll today, aren't I? So listen to this, verse 6, Revelation 9. In those days, men will seek death and will not find it. They will desire to die, and death will flee from them. Here's what I'm thinking. If there's now this merging of man with machine, the machine is keeping them alive when they want to die. Was that too much? Well, it gets worse, so I hope it's not too much. (laughs) Revelation 16, I want to read verses 1 and 2. This again might help explain uh, some of this. John writing by the Holy Spirit says, verse 1, Revelation 16, Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go and pour out the bowls of the wrath of God on the earth, so the first one went and poured out his bowl upon the earth, and a foul and loathsome sore came upon the man who had the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. May I again just humbly suggest that this could very likely be speaking about some sort of physiological reaction to that which is in the human body. Because notice, it's specific to those who had taken the mark. So in other words, maybe there's something in that mark, the machine, the iron, if you will, that has now caused cause this, I'll use this uh, phrase, adverse event. Adverse event. Okay. Well, this was obviously in no way exhaustive, but it does provide us with a foundation from which to springboard to the present day application. And by that I mean how the AI lie is moving at breakneck speed in the fulfilling of Bible prophecy at the end, proving that this is the end.
0: You've been listening to a prophecy update with Pastor J.D. Farag on In Spirit and Truth. Thanks for tuning in to study the Word of God. As you continue to learn about the things that are happening all around us and how that relates to the Bible, Take some time to pray for this nation and for the world as a whole. How all the details will play out is still unknown, but God treasures the prayers that are offered on behalf of his people and the world around them. Continue to delve deep into God's word on your own and gain some useful insight about these things in addition to what you hear from Pastor JD. Are there some things that you heard today that really touched home in your heart that you'd appreciate some prayer over? we'd be honored to pray for you. Let us know what those requests are by going to jdfarag.org and then fill out the form under contact. Once again, that website is jdfarag.org. You can also find us on social media. You'll find links to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube on our website. And we encourage you to follow them so you can stay up to date with all that's happening at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe and in spirit and truth. If you're wanting to access these things on the go, we have a mobile app that's available for iPhone and Android users. Just look under the resources tab. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for joining us. We look forward to our next edition, where you'll get the opportunity to hear more insightful things about the days that we're living in and how that intersects with what's been predicted in the Bible. Join us again here on In Spirit and Truth.